Hello, you. Welcome to episode 28 of the Self-Consciousness Podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Way, and on today's episode, Jermaine is here. Woo! Jermaine and I piece together the ways in which we experience influence in the world, in our relationships. How is our self-esteem tied into it? Can we blame people for making us feel bad about ourselves? How do we find acceptance around how easily we can be influenced by the world around us and take responsibility for what is ours while understanding what is theirs? We're really excited for you to join us today. You can find us on Instagram at the Self Consciousness Podcast. You can find me on Instagram at the Jennifer Way. And you can find Jermaine at the Diamond Teddy Bear. We're so happy that you are joining us today and we hope you enjoy the episode. See you in there. Hey, Jermaine. Hey, Jen. <laughs> I missed you. I missed you too. A lot. Oh, we've, been, we've been in communication. I just, we just haven't, I haven't yeah. been on the podcast. Yeah. No. Yeah. Sip, um, sip, sip. sip. Excuse Jermaine me. is a little under the schmether. Yeah. We're not going to say weather. <laughs> um, but I also feel like one of the things that, that could also have affected it, mm-hmm. your throat, if you're having throat issues, this is the week where we had really poor air quality because of the fires from the Western oh United gosh. States. Yes. I, I didn't hear that on the news. Yeah. It's basically the equivalent of smoking like eight cigarettes or something. Yeah. Um, so I, th- I think that's, that could, cause it, it just started this week. So everybody, yeah. Hey everyone. Um, <laughs> I had a thing with my throat. Like it just, it hurt. It didn't hurt, but it was like a, a little sore spot somewhere. Mm-hmm. And, um, it got better, but then this morning I woke up and it felt like a like a cotton ball was at the back of my throat. So I've been drinking tea and it's better. But yeah, I mean, I guess because I was like out all yesterday, um, running errands and stuff, so it could possibly be that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, something to think about. But that yeah. wasn't your train of thought, though. You were going to say there's so many of those trains. They all leave the <laughs> station at the same time, but they never make meet their destination. You threw me off the train. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you were going to say you, for, today, for today's topic, you had it. Oh, right. I did. So, okay. um, so hey, everybody, thank you for tuning in. Um, so one of the discussions that we were just having before pressing record um, is this subject of influence. So this is something that I've been thinking about. Um, I had a moment a couple of weeks ago where I could trace how I was influenced by something I saw on Instagram Mm -hmm. very like way too easily. Uh, And I like to pride myself on the fact that I, you know, I can steal myself against influence from others. Yeah. (laughs) Not true at all. So easily influenced I am so um but it was interesting to me because I was like okay if I can be so influenced by that where it was like someone had like a no makeup day and then later in the day I was like I'm gonna do a no makeup day and I really for a sec thought it was just me and then I remembered that I had 
really within like one second registered that from a message I saw online. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, wow, Jen, just wow. I was like, good job for like, you know, (laughs) filtering out things you don't need. Really poor job. And so I was just surprised that I was so easily influenced. And you and I had been talking about this issue of Mm self-esteem. I agree that I'm easily, I'm more influenced than I thought I could be. Um, I'll, I'll keep it simple. Like, you know, when I painted my nails, I mean, I loved doing it. I haven't done it in about a week or so, uh, just been lazy, but you know, for years I said, Oh, if I was a, if I was a girl, I would be in a nail salon. My nails would be this color, blah, blah, blah. Um, but like, oh, it's not my thing. I'm a guy, blah, blah, blah. And then I started seeing more men wearing nail polish. And I said to myself, I was like, Oh yeah, guys can wear nail polish, but I still wasn't quite comfortable until I kept, just kept seeing it like out and about. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I mean, that kind of goes with my style. I want to be more colorful. And so I did it. I mean, and that, and I don't think that those two things, like your no makeup day or the painting your nails is a bad influence. Exactly. Um, but the, you know, it, but it can be bad if it causes, you know, it, if it affects how you feel as a person and your self-esteem. I mean, right. but the, and, and just like, even though, like you said, it's like, these are these small things, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine how influenced we have been by the big things. Yeah. You know, it's like, if we are so influenced by, and those things are like harmless, you know, it's like, we're obviously not hurting ourselves. This is an effort to make ourselves feel good. I think it's just like, this is why it's so important to curate your intake of visuals. Mm -hmm. So TV, you know, movies, internet, and like audio, you know, it's like whatever is coming in for you in a sensory way, it's mm-hmm. really, really, really more important than ever to just pay attention to how it makes you feel and remember that it's, you know, more than likely going to influence you in some way, shape or yeah. form. Yeah, no, that's true. Very true. And um, we, you had started to talk about self-esteem and being in sort of situations or places or relationships that really kill your self-esteem. And like, how do we work with that? Like, yeah. Um, you know, thinking about a lot this year, uh, I, I actually want to discuss with you, um, something that happened to me many years ago where, um, I was accused of, uh, killing someone else's self-esteem. So, you know, there was a, a guy that I was friends with, and this was probably over 20 years ago. Um, but there was a guy who I was friends with. He liked me. I didn't really like him but I liked him as a friend. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I was young at the time and I really didn't necessarily handle it the best. Um, I thought, (laughs) excuse me, I thought getting over this situation, like getting through this situation, I thought the best um, option was, was for me to just ghost him. Um, So I was just, (laughs) and and that's a horrible thing to do. But again, I was young. Um, I was in my twenties. I guess uh, I just told my age. Um, <laughs> and um, it's like okay, I just, I just won't call for months. But then he would always call, and we would talk because he was a cool dude. I didn't want to be mean, um, you know. I kind of, you know, I swatted away any um, advances uh, that he had. At least I thought I did. So, and we were friends for a few years. So, eventually, he just came out and asked me, um, "Hey, why won't you date me?" Like what, what? Yeah, what is it? Like just to okay, be honest Nicole with Byer. you. <laughs> 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 no. Um, and he was just like, 
you know, just tell me the truth. And I'm, you know, I've always been a blunt person. I've actually um, kind of calmed myself down because I was, I was definitely the friend who would just tell you exactly what was on his mind um, and never sugarcoated it. So I just told him, um, well, if you really want to know the truth, I'm not, I'm not attracted to you, mm-hmm. at, you know, in that way. Um, and that's where that kind of, that's where it ended. And then we stopped being friends. Uh, and then maybe, I don't know, 10 years later, um, I saw him at a party. And the first thing he said to me was, uh, you owe me an apology because you, because of you, I felt unattractive to men and it really affected my love life because of what you said to me. It was a bad time because I was two drinks in <laughs> and, <laughs> um, and I was just really shocked because it was like, I, I didn't, I mean, he asked me for the truth so, so many years ago and I just told him like, I'm not attracted to you. I, I don't want to date you. Uh, I'm sorry. And I don't remember if I said we should just be friends or, or what, I don't know how it, I left it off, but, and unfortunately at the time it was just like, I didn't, I didn't feel I owed him an apology, but I did feel sorry that he was hurt. So I kind of gave one of those horrible apologies. I'm sorry if you were offended by something I said. And <laughs> if you could see Jermaine's face right now, he's like so remorse, like so much like <laughs> quivering bottom lip, <laughs> glassy eyes. And I'm and I'm not la- laughing at him, um, but just the situation. No, I because it was a horrible, a horrible apology. But why? First of all, he asked me to be to be honest with him. Um, so why should I apologize for the truth? You know, like not everyone is a, is attracted to you. Like I've been turned down, mm-hmm. I've been you know I've been ghosted, which is horrible. Which is why I, I, I never did it once I became an adult and realized how horrible it was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I said okay. I'm I'm sorry you were hurt by that. Um, and I don't know if I said, but I'm not sorry for saying it because it was my truth, but. I know I felt it. <laughs> um, and then it was it. That was it. He went, he went on. I mean, I, I'm pretty, I think he told his friends cause I felt like they were, I was getting like weird looks where I couldn't tell if it was um, you knowing who I was and how your friend felt about me or if you thought it was cute. I didn't know how it worked. <laughs> <I didn't, laughs> so confusing. I was so, it was so confusing, especially cause they, they talked to me. So it was just like, and maybe it was just a vibe I was picking up. Yeah. And at the time I didn't know that I was, um, an empath or anything yeah. so it might have been a vibe that I was picking up from them uh, and then maybe they were trying to be cordial or whatever but anyway so that yeah. happened and I really don't think and that, that kind of goes into the the next thought I had where I also blame somebody for stealing my self-esteem or making me making me lose it um, mm-hmm. I don't think it's right to blame other people for that uh, unless they I mean, I don't know. I just, I, I mean, I don't know if there's situations where somebody can be blamed for killing someone's self-esteem. I mean, I, yeah, so I, I just don't know. I mean, like, what do you think? I mean, are there situations where you can really blame for some, someone for making you feel bad about yourself? Or is it, is it kind of up to you to get yourself where you need to be and, and kind of stay there self-esteem wise? You know, it's, it's so funny because I feel like theoretically, intellectually, I feel like in my perspective, I have two perspectives on this. One perspective is like, no, like that's on you. Like that's your self-esteem issue. You've got to deal with it. I'm reflecting something to you that you need to work on and don't blame me. It's not my responsibility. It's your responsibility to love and advocate for yourself. 
um, regardless of what the outside circumstances are. And that's, that's, that's a personal responsibility. But then I also hold the perspective of, I feel like some of those situations are abusive and, you know, um, when there's a power play. So let's say, you know, I had jobs in the beginning of my career that, you know, I work, I worked for some real assholes, like real disgusting people. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but I was dependent on them, especially it was in the beginning of my career. I was dependent on them for a paycheck, mm-hmm. um, for uh, an assignment of value. Like I needed them to assign value on me, mm-hmm. not because of my own self-esteem, but because like literally I need you to assign value on me <laughs> while I do this job and you pay me for it. Yeah. And then I hopefully move up. But there was these, so there's like a power play in that case Mm-hmm. where, you know, and that, and, and if I couldn't move up, like I was, my self-esteem was just getting battered. Yeah. And then, you know, I know that like I had to leave because of that, but at the same time, um, you know, it did teach me to stand up for myself at some point. So it's mm-hmm. like, I, I know I needed to have that experience. It was, you know, yeah. it was necessary for me. That is a case where, you know, someone else can be the reason for your low self-esteem. Uh, yeah. Like I was in that situation as well where years of, um, you know, kind of just being battered and this innocently, you know, battered, I, I guess, um, mm-hmm. professionally. And it made me doubt whether I was good at what I did yeah. and how I made other people feel or like while I was doing my job. Um, and then I just took that back because it was, you know, it, I was tired of feeling that way. And I didn't want to, I wanted to take back my power and just like, no, I, I am a good employee. I am a good uh, f- friend or whatever it was. Like, I'm, I am good. Like, you know, um, so I definitely feel you. Yeah. But in this situation where I was asked to give my honest, the yeah. honest reason, after years of kind of skirting around it, just trying to, you know, um, hope it just, what do you call it? Like, I don't know, just cover it up, hope, hope everything is going like to be good. under the rug. Yeah, yeah, sweep it under the rug and everything's going to be good. And we're not going to reach that point where it gets uncomfortable and I have to be honest. Um, But yeah, I think I just felt anger and confusion because it just, you know, it was just, hi, you owe me an apology. Yeah. Um, Yeah, no, it just, it felt, it did, it felt horrible. I was confused because it was just, I was, it was my truth. I was asked to say it. Um, And maybe, and I would say like, I mean, thinking back on it, I was like, okay, maybe I could have said it differently. But all I said was, I don't find you attractive. Yeah. Um, and I've been, told, <laughs> I've been, I've had that said to me as well. And yeah, it hurt in the moment, but then I laughed out it later. Yeah. And I'll, I'll tell you a story um, yeah. off the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh. Head on over to our Patreon. I'm just kidding. It's not active. <laughs> Personally, I think this person um, still has a ways to go (laughs) in terms of being honest with themselves and like taking responsibility. I think like, yeah, when you say to someone like, I'm not attracted to you, if they take that as you are ugly, you know, Mm -hmm. they're going to take it however they they're going to take it. And I and I feel like we can do our best to communicate clear statements of and what our truth is like you said 
But if, if someone's going to take it differently, then there's only so much you can do. I do feel like it comes into the power does come into play in a way because mm-hmm. you hold the power because this person gave it to you. Like yeah. they fucking handed you their own power. You know, oh, that's true. And I feel like maybe self the self-esteem stuff has to do with this power play. And that's why in work situations, it's it's a real mind fuck because mm-hmm. there is a power structure in place. And unless you know how that power can shift mm-hmm. or once you know how you can take some of that power, because let's be honest, when you go work for an employer, you're handing your power away. I mean, in a really big way, because you have to be such a great match for that position that it's not a depletion of your energy to perform it. But, but how many people have that job? Most people have a job because they have to have it. Mm-hmm. They have that job because whatever they studied in the past or whatever their experience was, it seemed like the next best step. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are working because they have no choice. So it's like when you're in those situations, you're not necessarily there 100% willingly because it like, oh, this feeds into my creative being to create a work schedule and pick up your dry cleaning. You know, it's like, that is not an expression that I like, that's not something that's going to make me feel fulfilled in like an expression. So, so the fact that we all have to have these jobs at some point where we don't really have a choice, we don't love everything about it, but you're in these situations where you have to give your power away. Um, yeah, they're paying you for your power. You're a battery for them. You're a cog in the wheel. Yeah, but it's it's like they're that power play. So you're unless your self esteem is so um, solid, it's really difficult to maintain who you are in those situations because you have to change who you are yeah. at least on the outside and at least like in everything you're. For me, I couldn't do it. Like to have a constant output every single day for nine hours of what Mm -hmm. everything around me needs was just so unnatural for me in the beginning. It was great, but like I I sputter out after two years. I just like, cause, because I do it's, it is difficult. I mean, I know now because like the work I was doing before this was very administrative based, administratively Mm -hmm. based. And for someone with a neurodistinct brain, as I'm learning, it's impossible I used to spend hours on Excel spreadsheets, just like coloring in the things. Cause I was like, I want to make it pretty, <laughs> but like I shouldn't have been. And it's funny because I remember like my husband saying something to me, like, because in the beginning I wanted to be a documentarian. I wanted to, that's what I went to college for. I wanted to create stories. I wanted to, you know, or I wanted to document true stories. Like that's really what I wanted to do. And I remember Alan, cause he was my boss at first he was like, he's like, nobody, nobody wants their, uh, wants a documentarian doing their like expense reports, you know, like nobody. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I never like identified myself that way. He's like, nobody, yeah. nobody wants a, you know, documentarian to be like answering the phone, like, because you're going to be miserable, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. just, and understanding yourself to that degree where you know what you can kind of deal with and what you can't. I, mm-hmm. I didn't know that yeah. you know, until I had those experiences. So in a way they were positive mm-hmm. because I got to learn more about myself. But I I think it took a lot of work to see how much of my identity was tied to being seen as a good hard worker. Yeah. Let's just say 
Yeah. Companies should be paying for therapy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all places of work, all employers mm-hmm. should absolutely be covering some kind of psycho, you know, like psychological therapy, uh, somatic therapy, uh, cognitive behavioral therapy. You know, therapy is necessary. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, you know, perhaps not the old style of therapy, but, you know, yeah. And there, I there's got to be some kind of balance there mentally oh, because you're, it's your mental. Let's be honest. Like you're at a job for your mental and or physical output, not your spiritual output, not your emotional yeah. output. You're, you're yeah. there for your physical and mental output. So companies, and if you're listening, companies of the world, you should be responsible for people's mental health and their physical health. You should be paying for that because you're squeezing people out like batteries and you have to know that. And yeah, your amazing benefits package doesn't mean shit. Just getting back to the subject of influence, mm-hmm. um, I, I took a bunch of, of notes a couple of weeks ago after I had that sort of realization that I was like so easily influenced. And I was like, wow, I didn't really think that that was possible. Yeah. Um, and I kind of dug into this idea of influence and like what that means. You know, we we live in a world of social media where... <laughs> Sorry, people should take a shot every time I start talking or ragging <laughs> on it. Um, but, you know, we seek out influencers, you know, like that's that's it's something that people shoot for. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like having influence over people is at its nature for me feels parasitic. Yeah. I don't feel like influence is something to shoot for. I feel like I understand how that translates into money mm-hmm. and that like makes it worse. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, and basically like influence is not an exchange of energy. It not, not a true exchange of energy for like a self-serving purpose. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? It, no, it totally makes sense. Because I, I was about to kind of counter that a little bit until. Yeah. No, you, go ahead. What I was going to say. <clears throat> sorry. And it's not even countering it. I Now I agree with you because. And I'm speaking. Sorry. Just specifically mm-hmm. of influencing to influence. Not not like, hey, here's this project where we're trying to clean up the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean like that. <laughs> well, OK. So I like. Um, providing great customer service, right? And every job that I've been in, um, providing great customer service or just making people feel better than they did when they came to me for help, um, you know, it made me feel good. And I always hope that, okay, if I treat you this way, when somebody reaches out to you for some type of help, you'll remember the help that you receive and want to treat them better as well. And I felt like that's a little bit of not being an influencer in, in the social media way, but just trying to influence yeah. someone else just to be a nice person, you know? So, and especially when I, uh, when I would, you know, speak to someone who may be, you know, elderly and I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm, I want to help them. I want to make them feel good because if my mom is out there and needs help, I want somebody to do the same for her and, and so forth and, and, and so on. Yeah. But um, I feel like you want to you want to have maybe that's the difference between having like a positive impact mm -hmm. and influencing someone to do something you want them to do, because here's another like aspect of it. Let's say you see someone who is like looking kind of glum and you're like, hey, you have a great day. Yeah. And like 
maybe they don't want to have a great day. <laughs> maybe, maybe they're in this shit. And the last thing they want is to have a great day because they have to process something or sort through it. Yeah. So in a way it's like, are we wrong to try to influence them to like, have a great day. But again, <laughs> then you can sort of like, Oh, we're forcing someone to like spiritual bypass or whatever, but, but yeah. it's like, maybe, maybe not that extreme, but you know what I mean? But it's like, yeah. I also feel like we, we emphasize too much this idea of like, like helping others because um, you know, we assume they can't do it for themselves. But like at the same time, it's a totally right assumption because most people can't help themselves. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. so I feel like maybe it's, it's more a matter of like, okay, we, it's proven, I've proven in this episode <laughs> very unscientifically that, you know, we are so easily influenced by people around us mm -hmm. um, and what we kind of feed our brains. But knowing that, then how do we move forward with it? Yeah. Being responsible with what yeah. we're kind of giving to people and, and like what kind of energy I, you know, I feel like um, sort of finding fulfillment for like each person and like being fully embodied in your being, um, filling out and being really like your true self, like knowing all aspects of yourself as, as well as you possibly can. Mm -hmm. um, you know, or doing enough work to kind of do that so that you have a really strong sense of self. And it's not that you don't let yourself be influenced because I feel like no matter what we do, we're going to be influenced oh, yeah. by others, you know, mm -hmm. because that's the nature of being a human culturally, biologically, you know, ancestrally. It's I also feel very strongly that the only reason Trump got elected is because he was on reality TV for like eight years. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're right and and that. and this is i mean influences is basically how and why like the tv business exists you know yeah it's it's literally there to grab your eyes and to hold them there until you see a commercial yeah and and i feel like i there's gotta be some a better way to share the beauty and magic of storytelling and picture and sound that doesn't hold people influence them to do certain things or you know have certain behaviors mm -hmm. because i blame the media for my self-esteem for a very long time mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. i mean like, and that's yeah no i mean i've heard other people say that as well and especially if you're not if you're not seeing a representation of yourself or you're seeing are you being told this is how you should look i mean i think that was the issue with television for for years now uh, making people think, you know, you need to be of a certain weight, a certain height, just to, to feel acceptable and, and seen. Yeah, just so by I, not I seeing that in front of you, like yeah. not, not experiencing what it's like to see yourself on a screen. Yeah. And like now, like I sometimes I see commercials, I'm like, I could have been that guy. Like, <laughs> I'm a big guy too. And he kind of looks like me. I could have done that, but <laughs> I didn't go out for it. <laughs> My friend asked me to be uh, a model in a photo shoot that he was doing. Oh. And I was like, and he didn't give me that much information. And I was like, they're probably just wanting a 45 year old woman. It's not like they're asking me, oh. you know, like my first instinct was like, I could 
to be a model. They want to like, and then I was like, I was like, they must think I'm pretty, you know, like this yeah. is just being honest. Like that's yeah. that really deep inner voice. And, mm-hmm. you know, and no, I don't need people telling me that I'm pretty, but like that voice still exists in me. She's, you know, she's still like, yay, yeah. this is a dream come true. But it's a good thing. Well, mm-hmm. has that opportunity passed? Is it too late? That to opportunity came up. And then disappeared almost as quickly as it came up. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yes. So if anyone wants to hire me as a model, please just call me. My phone number is 917. (laughs) Just kidding. And I think if if it if it does come up again, you should do it because it doesn't matter. I said yes before he even like asked. He wrote like three words. I'm like, yes. Okay. But then it went away. (laughs) I have a doctor's appointment, but I will work around it. (laughs) I was like, just tell me. Oh, I, I was have... I was all for it. I was like, I know yeah. to say yes before you even uh, when it's something like that for me yeah. happens to be something, you know, regardless well, I, of how superficial it is. I think you next time if it comes up again or if they come back around, do it because um, and it's great if everybody's acceptable. We're now putting because... it out into the universe. Exactly. Because there could be another. <laughs> Sorry. No, no. <laughs> there could be another, I'll say person, whether it's um, no matter what sex uh, they identify as, who, who who could be a little redhead who doesn't know yet that they <laughs> c- could do something like, yeah, I'm all for that. I'm all for that. Like I actually had a friend um, suggest that I do some modeling modeling for them as well, um, but it never came up, and they never mentioned it again. So I was like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's how mine kind of happened. Where, you know. Because uh, it would involve me having to uh, get on a plane, and I'm not ready to do that right now. Yeah, no. But um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where, I know. I so yeah, like of course I was. Of course I would say. I mean, even that little part of me that's like this protected part, and mm-hmm. you know, who's like, be careful, Jennifer. You know, don't get too excited. You did mm-hmm. that part was actually she's kind of gone like the worried part and yeah and it was just like yeah and in the back of my hand I was like okay even if this doesn't happen I'm still gonna say yes yeah but that part of that unfortunately the back part of my head has been you know that part that's like I'm just so grateful that this happened yeah that part (laughs) tends to move the thing further away from me because I'm like oh I don't require anything else but it's like, um, no, 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 I require other stuff. I do. Yeah. I do want one of these things to come to into fruition. Like I'm just putting it out there. Yeah. I want hi, hire me and Jermaine for your voiceover work. Exactly. We would be very excited to help you. Yes. Yes. But um, <laughs> anyway, uh, okay. don't you want your product promoted by me? <laughs> and, and me. Promotion <laughs> by Jennifer and Jermaine. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I, I just, everyone I talk to, it's like, can we just like go have fun again? Like, yeah. where is the fun? But I, I almost at this point feel like I don't even have energy for it because this summer has just been quite a, quite a slap in the face. <laughs> Half of this podcast is me saying sorry while I twist my hair. <laughs> We're cutting so much out. I know. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. <laughs> but, okay, that, you well, you should. Um, I mean, I love your mug, by the way. Oh, it's Jermaine it, has a Le Creuset. Creuset. I don't even know how to say it. Um, Le, Cre- Le, Cre- Le Creuset. Such a such a such a cooking cookery snob. 
No. Like, <laughs> let, let me tell you so, something. <laughs> it's a beautiful mug. And I've seen that that kind. And I was like, I wanted that. It's so beautiful. Yeah. They have a outlet. Oh, yeah. Did, did, you know? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's very affordable. Very like, I mean, I, ugh, I don't know what affordable, affordable is, but it's not, it's not a, a full price or retail. What is it? Yeah. What, what I'm saying? I don't know what I'm it's saying. It's okay. Here. I think we're all in the same boat. I mean, we've yeah. got billionaires going to space. So yeah, that's I mean, ridiculous. I think obviously then it's them and then the rest of us. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, and that's you, just you, crazy, crazy, it, crazy town. Did you accept his, his, uh, his thank you for helping for fund for his, the, yeah. Paying for ridiculous his ridiculous shit. Big wanker, like dildo looking spaceship rocket thing that literally looks like a vibrator. Well, I read today. Yeah, exactly. I read today that, um, I don't, I don't know what, what commission or whoever was the FAA. Is that what it is? Whoever decides they decide the qualifications to be given your astronaut wings. They changed it the same day that he went up. So like, you know, I guess if they hadn't changed, if they didn't change it, he would have been able to get his astronaut wings just because of how high up he went and they changed it. So now there's like additional requirements That's and you have to, awesome. su- you have to submit, you know, be nominated for it. Oh uh, so I, I skimmed, you know how articles now they're, they're giving you the bullet points at the beginning. Cause nobody wants to read. Yep. Thank you. Whoever thought about doing that. <laughs> Cause I, I kind of read those and then I just skimmed it. Cause I, I really, I, I'm not a fan of him. Yeah. No, no. I mean, anyway. I'm sorry. All that money, but I just love, love, love what his ex-wife is doing. There's I think the, I heard yeah. she's doing. Uh, well, she's, she's getting a lot of his money. Oh yeah. And she's okay. don't, and she's like spreading it around. She's like nice. donating it. I hope she does something with the bathroom situations for their employees. Oh, like God. that's ridiculous. Speaking um, of uh, t- speaking of influence, speaking yeah. of like your impact on your employees, fucking hell. Don't let right? them unionize. Like it's that's crazy. What a slap in the face. Like it's they like companies don't even pretend, <laughs> you know, Mm-hmm. they don't even pretend to, yeah. to be better they don't even pretend they actively are like i just feel like i've worked at so many places where the people are like i don't care if you leave like everyone wants to work here you know mm-hmm. like you're you know like you'll be replaced so easily like yeah. any like everyone wants your job so like we can continue being such fuckheads and people are still gonna want to work here so bye uh-huh. But I think that's changing because now people are like, I'm not going to have fun with that limp dick. Oh, no. (laughs) Hope the the medication works. Better yet, go fly with Jeff Bezos. Leave the planet. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Do you remember when people used to cryogenically freeze themselves when they died? Like that's what rich people used to do. Do you remember that? I've heard I heard about it. Are they still in, you know, pods? (laughs) <laughs> probably and they're actively and they're still paying for it and they're like right? for their ice cubes somewhere in, in the in the world and exactly. they're just waiting for someone to like what if people are like oh that company went out of business and like there's nothing we can do with it. like yeah. what happens to does anybody out there know <laughs> or have a relative who's like ultra rich and literally like frozen waiting for some kind yeah. of you know medication to heal their 
I don't know. Yeah, that's crazy. Richness? It's not crazy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, so weird. What a what a weird world. Yeah, it's just so backwards. But yeah, so everybody out there, hey, um, <laughs> pay attention to how you're influenced, mm-hmm. and and find out where you can take responsibility for it. And where you shouldn't be taking responsibility for it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, because we're and- easily influenced and like influenced. And I think that that's maybe don't feel so bad about it, but but recognize it. Mm-hmm. But I still think if it's, if it's a good influence. Definitely I think if it's it a positive influence, positive, I think that's yeah. okay. You know? you know, but if you're being influenced to, I don't know, uh, eat, eat a, a Tide Pod or... Um, what was the last? I don't even really follow. <laughs> no, because then it come, when it comes to kids and influence, yeah. that's like a whole nother, right? Okay, whole nother but episode. Don't do that. Don't um, do that. I feel like when you're a kid and people tells you not tells you. <laughs> I feel like when you're a kid and people tell you not to do something, it you do it all the yeah. more. You want to do it all the more. Mm-hmm. So and it's yeah. Sometimes you just got. I mean, I was definitely one of those. Uh, kids and young adults where it's like you know I remember uh, one of my big brothers slash mentors used to tell me about how life is going to be and I was like okay fine and I would go out there and do exactly that and he was right but I just had to experience it myself well I'm so happy to see you and talk to you and happy to have you back me too I'm happy to be back I'm happy to see and talk to you and and uh, just hey everyone out there hope you hope you're having a great day (laughs) regardless of what day it is (laughs) have a great day have a great day love you guys (laughs) I've been thinking about when I was trying to be your friend I thought it was then but it wasn't It wasn't genuine I was just so furious But I couldn't show you Cause I know you And I know what you can do And I don't wanna war with you I won't afford it You get sore even when you win And you maim when you're on offense But you kill when you're on defense And you've got them all convinced That you're the means and the end All the VIPs and PYTs and wannabes Afraid not being your friend And I've always been too smart for that, but you know what, my heart was not. I took it like a kid, you see. The cool kids voted to get rid of me. I'm ashamed of what it did to me, what I let get done. It stole my fun, it stole my fun. That's the boat cutters. I've been in here too long. That's the boat cutters. I've been in here too long. That's the boat cutters. I've been in here too long.
Oh! <laughs> 